On this episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, Omar and I are discussing the importance of self-awareness and self-regulation as it applies to our quest. Stay tuned. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. You know what we haven't done? We haven't really commented on our new song, a new entry music. Oh, oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, I like and it. And then he, like, and then it, he it, just, and it, then he just, it, yeah. it comes in with the beats and stuff. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You picked a good one this time. I like that one. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's a little, you know. Well, every time I, anytime, yeah, every time I watch them, I'm like, uh, automatically, I'm like, hey. Yeah, well, that's the idea. Hey. You know, it's like the quest <laughs> doesn't have to be boring. My quest isn't boring. That's for you sure. Know, and you fact, can't really have a quest without some music. You know, it's like a road trips. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. You know, you need to have some music. Some. Didn't bomb. we do that on our road trip? Yes. Well, we were like, wasn't it like four o'clock in the morning? We were jamming out to all kinds of like, you know, what uh, were we? What James were we listening Taylor, to? James, James Taylor. James Taylor Station. We li- uh, we were listening to. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, it was good music. It, it was um, a Hotel California oh. Station. Okay. Yeah. Was that what it's called? Yeah. Well, it's on Spotify. And then we also listen to um nineties <laughs> R and B. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was so really, that actually was we really listened good. to that one on our drive on our home, back. remember? Yeah, that was and we were fun. just some jamming Tim out. Campbell, some SWV. Yeah. Those are some bangers, I those ones. I guess so we can need oh. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Okay, let me save our audience. I mean, you know what's funny? Like, we try to do this, and it's supposed <laughs> to be insightful and professional. And, you know, we're like prepared with cue cards mm-hmm. and all this stuff, but you have to enjoy it. You know, isn't that the whole point? Yes. The, the point is to be able to definitely to have you know, some fun in the things that you're doing. And if it's not professional, whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's a little bitterness with me, right? No. I got to work on my bitterness. Oh, this little, Just a little mm-hmm. bit, right? You know, it's like the world could rob us a little bit of stuff. You know, you got to you know enjoy what? what you do. You can't be a stiff about everything that you do in life. You have no, to have no. a little bit of fun. You yeah, know what I mean? You definitely and need I'm, to have some fun. And I like that. I think that um, that's that was one of my, my um, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but our goals and things like yeah. that. When we talk about that, um, that I wanted to be able to have fun this year. You like know you ha- I mean, you I have, have fun to. anyways, but even like through this, this dissertation problem, dissertation process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm just like, I'm freaking miserable. This is terrible, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to enjoy it. So, you know, even when I was yeah. writing last night, I was like, Oh, okay, this is, I'm feeling this. It's cool. I mean, like if you're not enjoying the process and if you're not able to make light of the situation, it becomes a task and it becomes tedious. Yep. You know, I agree. And and you have to you have to have some some lightness, mm-hmm. some fun. Yeah, you have to have levity in everything that you do. Exactly. I think, you yeah. know, I think that's important. So yeah. yeah. So that's what we're doing. Absolutely. We so have fun when we do these episodes. I, I, I have a blast doing this. This is like my yeah. by far my favorite part of doing this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait till we begin to grow an audience and we could actually start interacting with like interacting with our audience. That'll be fun. That's um, That'll be another part that I that I miss in my professional life. Other than that. Don't miss anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't blame you. Bitterness again. <laughs> look, look, look. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So we're talking today about uh, self-awareness yeah. and self-regulation. Mm-hmm. And I got my little note cards. I got I'm my all, little cards I'm ready too. To go. You know? I'm ready to go. So this yeah. kind of keeps us on track. So I like this. But, I like this too. Yeah. All right. Like so you, you want to get started? So I know that we've already had an episode on... Mm-hmm emotional and social intelligence we yeah. talked about that was kind of like you interviewing me which is kind of different no it's cool we're going to be interview. we're going to be kind of like talking and about each other yeah right but i think now what you're doing is you're sort of diving in and into those domains what we're doing what we're doing is diving into those domains and you mm-hmm. want to get into that aspect of it applying it to the individual yeah right so with that said we want to talk about self-awareness first so mm-hmm. what is self-awareness so you know, the simple definition, and I, and I like this topic of social and emotional intelligence because I think it opens the door to to other other things um, because it has to do with our individual individual life and how we how we interact in the world, mm-hmm. right? So Daniel Goldman defines uh, emotional intelligence uh, and self-awareness as the ability to understand our emotions mm-hmm. and and situationally speaking being able to understand what they are mm-hmm. right and you mean understand emotions as we're going through them as we're going through okay. them is to be able to manage that mm-hmm. and that's a very um it's a proactive way of being able to deal with emotions mm-hmm. but self-awareness to me and uh, and self-awareness is being able to manage those emotions as you go through things or be aware of them being aware them. of them right mm-hmm. but i like to expand that definition mm-hmm. because since we are a soul's quest we want to deal not just with scientific ways of dealing with things, but also diving deeper into what the self is, you know? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I believe that we have to use in defining what self-awareness is, it's also an ability to understand the psyche roadmap, our psyche and the different components of our psyche as Carl Jung defines it, you Mm -hmm. know? So to me, uh, self-awareness it's the ability to be able to understand our, our emotions but also being able to understand the psyche for this this our psych, psych blah, 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 blah. yeah we're both blah, 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 today blah, 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 blah. <laughs> just get it out yeah uh, <laughs> the psychic forces that we have within ourselves mm-hmm. okay so we have to understand them both in order to really be self-aware okay and so what, what is that exactly? The psyche, the psyche part of this, what do you mean? By so that? the psyche part, the psychic, the psyche, psychic, psyche. Oh my God. <laughs> What's wrong? What's going the, on? I can't Let's get stop for out. a second. Take a deep breath. All right, here we are. We got this. <laughs> so in the psyche, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will put a diagram up so that people could actually see it. Okay. You know, there are different components of, of, who we are as individuals and our idea of the self, right? Mm -hmm. The first part is our ego. And our ego really is what we know, what has become conscious to us through either subconscious efforts or as part of social conditioning, Mm -hmm. right? These are the things that that give us somewhat our, our persona, who we believe ourselves to be. You know, so that's one aspect of the psyche. Mm -hmm. Um, The other aspects 
of the psyche are part of what are called the subconscious, either in the individual subconscious or the collective subconscious, right? And the components of those things are things like the animus and the animus, which are the female and male aspects of our personalities. Mm -hmm. And those are simply ways of putting it because a lot of people nowadays feel very... Um, uh, uh, the social correctness way it is like uh, the female female male is not the proper way to think. I want people to take a look at it as polarities within ourselves. Okay, instead of the pronouns and instead stuff, of the mean, pronouns, okay. it's just oh, we have polar opposites um, energies within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, from a man, from a feminine standpoint, mm -hmm. and also from a masculine standpoint, and both men and 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 females have these forces within ourselves. So that is another as aspect of our subconscious that we need to be able to understand and be aware of that, mm -hmm. right? The other aspect of it is the the shadow part, is the dark aspects within ourselves, the 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 challenging things, you know, it's it's getting to know those type of things. The what some people might call Machiavellian and primal instincts and and the bottom chakra the the the, the dark aspects of our soul mm -hmm. those are aspects of our subconscious we ultimately at at the end of it all are all part of our self so self-awareness in the definition of the, the the map of the subconscious and the the whole conscious ego it's the ultimately the totality of being the self mm -hmm. So you're saying this, these polarities, the dark, and then this, mm -hmm. um, I just lost my train of thought, the, the dark side of us, the ego side of us, and then the, the feminine and the male part that you were talking about, the polarities there are part of the self-awareness yes. component. They have to be. because So that's like another level of self-awareness. It is another level of self-awareness, okay. you know? I mean, understanding emotions are it's it's one part you know so one of the one of the one of the things that daniel goldman talks about is emotions you have to be able to regular in emotions mm -hmm. and there are about six to eight major emotions you know fear right anger um i'm just want to make sure that i get them all right uh fear anger sadness joy surprise and disgust right, right? Mm -hmm. so these are primal fears these are the, the things that we needed to be able to survive so if we were out there hunting and our bodies felt fear mm -hmm. we either stood our grounds and fought or we had a, or we or we flew away mm -hmm. to run away from danger flight, yeah mm -hmm. you know fight or flight mm -hmm. so these emotions are very important in our modern world, we still feel those emotions, and those emotions are important to understand based on the situation. Mm -hmm. So if a person fears fear now in our society, a lot of it mostly has to do with anxieties, anxieties or what the future holds, of, of what, um, or what an outcome of something that I'm doing is going to be, mm -hmm. of not having enough money, not having enough security. Mm -hmm. So not knowing exactly what's going to happen in our in a new world with the situations with COVID, COVID and the restrictions of it. Mm -hmm. So that fear manifests itself in a, in a, into anxiety, mm -hmm. you know. But this is this is six basic fears mm -hmm. that we really need to understand because they 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 manifest themselves in situations in which we have to confront, and that happens on our on our daily lives. Mm -hmm. However, if we are not fully aware 
of the subconscious parts of our personality, of ourselves, then we run into the dangers of of doing things that are not that ultimately are not good for us. Do you think just out of curiosity, and I don't know, cause you have read more about these things than I have. Um, and I haven't really gotten into this aspect that young, you know, like all these theories. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think that that has something to do with, um, like when people don't know their dark side and, and these different feelings that come from that, mm-hmm. do you think that, the, the theoretical part that I was talking about in our last episode about emotional, you know, the self-awareness component, like that's just a superficial layer. It's the gateway. Okay. I, so this is the gateway to understanding the, the, the subconscious level of us. So yes. we have to put those things together to mm-hmm. really have a level of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so saying. for instance, like I, I, I used to, I always use this example, right. Of, of young people, um, afraid of what the future holds. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what career to take. I don't know which direction to take. There's there's all of these things happening, right? So there's a fear in there. And this happens to a lot of people, you know, regardless, you know, uh, when they embark on a quest to become a professional, mm-hmm. they have those fears. They have those things. And once they surpass those, right, that, that I that energy gets integrated into them um, and, and they feel more, more, more confident about who they are and, and much better about who they are. Right. Later on, as you progress in life, you either get stuck because you, you achieved a certain level and you see it amongst professionals that they become very one-sided, mm-hmm. you know, professionals who are, who you ultimately focus on on success it, that's a very masculine energy not to make not not to say that it's negative because that's not what it is it's just a very the the, the achievement and, and success and then the other side of that or the opposite of that is being able to balance uh, to to have uh, uh you know self-care or being more connected to nature more a community base. So you have those two dualities and a lot of people have an issue or, or struggle creating and merging those two together, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's a marriage of the two. It's a marriage the of the two energies. Again, it's, it, it simplifies the calling masculine and feminine, mm-hmm. but the idea is that you have to merge these energies. You have to know this mm-hmm. in order to be able to, to li- live a more, more complete life fulfilling yeah yeah, yeah. It, because you could go to one side and you heard the stories and you heard the anecdotes of people that are, this is all they've done their whole life mm-hmm. they dismiss their family and and that aspect of the 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 feeling good stuff because they're wanting to be successful mm-hmm. but before they know it everything's gone they end up either alone or separated from their families mm-hmm. you know and that's something that happens when it comes to the situations. So you have to understand that the shadow part, it's not necessarily something that is evil. What it is, is that there are, there are natural impulses, you know, um, that need, need to be addressed and they need to be understood to generate, a get a greater potential to, to generate and bring out more of the potential that's inside of us. Mm-hmm. So know? what you're saying then just to, just to, 
recap what you just said a few minutes ago. Sorry, my contact mm-hmm. is bothering me. Um, is that with people understand when people do that, go to one extreme or to the other, when people become polarized, mm-hmm. they end up missing the things that could have been fulfilling or could have fulfilled them. Yeah. Or, but they, but I would, I would counter with some people that is fulfilling to them or they, or at least they think that it is. And mm-hmm. then they go through their whole life. And at the end of their life, they're just like, wow, I have nothing. I have no family. I have no kids. I have nothing. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. I lost people in my life. And do you, you, think they- you, you temporarily ignore it and you hide it and you're, you push it under the rug mm-hmm. underneath underneath the this like you mentioned you know social emotional uh, emotional intelligence is like the superficial level of that entire iceberg mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. which is true mm-hmm. but it's, it's in the same way um in order for those emotions to not you know because emotions are the get the gateway to the subconscious and getting to know ourselves much deeper mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. if you don't listen to those emotions mm-hmm. And you replace those emotions or hide those emotions with other stuff. That subconscious subconscious will manifest itself somehow. It needs to. It has to. It will. You know. It'll emerge. I mean, think about addicts, and and and, and um, one of the things that uh, I, I've been researching is um, AA. You know, and the main thing about AA, the first part is you got to admit that you have an issue. Why are you researching AA? Just, just asking. No, asking. Be, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't drink this. But. Oh, I, I thought maybe you were doing it because I, you know, my, I'm you. in my happy. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, no, what no. Doing here? What's, no. Do I need to know something? AA <laughs> has been proven to be something that is powerful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it's helped a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the premise of it is that. Number one, you have to accept that. And number two, you have to accept that there's something greater than you. And that greater greater part, and we could get into the conversations as to define it, mm-hmm. but a component of that great part starts with understanding our subconscious and the different aspects when it comes to the ego, understanding what the ego is, understanding what the that my individual subconscious and the collective subconscious, mm-hmm. the different archetypes, which are, you know, the animus of the animus, the shadow, um, and so forth and so on. There's a lot of archetypes that we could talk about, the child, the parent, yeah. the adult. So we could, there, there's, there's, you have to understand all these different things. Okay. So I was going to do a little segment recap but you just did it right there so i'm just oh. going to go into the next question no that was good because you're saying that that's those are the elements of ourselves of our own persona that we need to understand yes and 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 have having that understanding the the, the parts of ourself remember the persona right. is what we okay, put so out into the world okay yeah okay but the self the self if you okay. if you want to be truly self-aware you got to go past just the basic emotions the dino goldman and the emotional intelligence movement mm-hmm. They have done a really, really good job scientifically mm-hmm. explaining yeah. to the to this society that needs to know data and, and needs to know all these measurements. And it, but it is at the end of the day, it's scientific stuff that yeah, you and, but, He's but a also, but also it's, it, 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 it just it, it touches the 
the top of the iceberg, yeah. you know, and the bottom of the iceberg is so dense and so yeah. deep and it goes so far well, down. Well, this is a whole nother layer to it, but you're, yeah. you're right when you're talking about um, having a, tr if you're having a true level of self-awareness, mm -hmm. then you have to get to this element you and you to. can start with the basics absolutely, and then get into this part of it to really have that understanding. But I think a lot of it has to do with being able to experience these emotions that you're, you mm -hmm. just talked about and, and being able to feel them but to feel them in a in a in a in a proactive way yeah. to experience them. My so. my thing with emotions is that emotions are a gateway. They are they are they're kind of like a guidepost that tells us you need to take a look at this. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of taking a pill and avoiding what these emotions are telling you. It's like a barometer. It's, it's like a you're barometer. taking a temperature to find out where you're at there and so yeah. some people will they take things to avoid them mm -hmm. and some people and this is what you have to go in your quest because and then and this is and i and i think that this is this is the way that the quest starts you know it's by listening to those emotions by understanding and how did that okay it makes me it, why this is happening mm -hmm. and dive deeper into that portion mm -hmm. to the, to get to know to push your greater pot potentiality and see that there's something more to you okay Mm -hmm. So then my next question is, we discussed on our episode of emotional and social intelligence, the ways in which you can become a little more self-aware, mm -hmm. right? They were very basic, but you're talking about a different level, a different level of self-awareness. At least that's what I'm getting from this whole conversation. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then how do we become more aware of this part? Yeah. In your from your experience, because you've all you've obviously gone into this realm. A lot of people haven't. A lot of people don't know about Jung and um the archetypes and things like that. That's foreign to some people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is and it isn't. Okay, so first so explain that because for the people who don't know who some people don't know who Carl Jung is, mm -hmm. you know? So I'll give you an example. This is one of my favorite stories, right? And it actually comes from the Bible. Good. Yeah. And and Again, when you read the Bible, you have to read it for what it is. You know, it's it's a, it's a book of metaphors, and you have to dive deep into what it represents. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, so my favorite my favorite story in in the Bible is Jesus spe spending forty days and forty nights in the desert mm -hmm. and being tempted by the devil, right? Mm -hmm. You know. The three temptations. And the way that I've always, the way that that story was explained to me um, by Ken Mullen, actually, and the way that, 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 um, that I got to, that I, that why I like it so much is because let's say you was, you know, let's assume that Jesus was God, right? But unless he spent 40 nights and 40 days in the desert being tempted, he wouldn't have known what it meant to be human. And I find that to be so powerful because through that, he understood the potential for temptation, for riches, take control of the, all the nations, you know, uh, that 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 uh, physical temptation that I think that's the stage that our society is in right now, mm -hmm. that we focus primarily on all that is material. So he had to overcome that temptation. Mm -hmm. 
in order to be human and in order to be human but then transcend that right mm -hmm. then he had to overcome the fear of 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 hunger you know you're a god why don't you just turn the stones to bread mm -hmm. you know he had to be able to overcome that that's also a material thing overcome poverty overcome those things you know the last one is like throw yourself and nothing's going to happen to you because you're a god vanity what mm -hmm. is it uh, in the in the devil's advocate vanity my favorite sin right <laughs> yeah so <laughs> the devil's advocate that's a yeah, good movie. <laughs> great movie so yeah. when you look at that those are aspects that we have to confront Because it doesn't matter how much we achieve. Look at the state of the world. I mean, if you look at the state of the world and the, level of, the levels of anxiety, fear, and angst, mm -hmm. right? Doesn't come from people not developing the great acumen of, 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 of technology or, or thinking. With, I mean, those things are already all said and done. We are capable But look at the society that we're building, a society of separation based, a lot of it has to do with people not being able to overcome those three fears. Mm -hmm. But on a practical sense, like you have to understand that. Yeah. But to get started, because you have to always get started, right? Mm -hmm. Is number one, you have to really understand your emotions. They are the gateway to get you to those deeper levels. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand your emotions. And the way that I always done it is I've always journaled how I felt, mm -hmm. you know, and I went back and I looked and, and I said, you know, I, I've, I've like a dumb person. Uh, one time I threw out like, you know, a whole bunch of notebooks of, of journals just because, mm -hmm. but that always helped, that always helped me make sense of, of where I was and the way that I was feeling, mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the, the, and, and through that I was able to kind of, to, to make some sense of things and and it's been a progression and it takes uh and again it's been my journey so i can't tell you that my journey is going to be the same one as you it's just you know what i've what i've done mm -hmm. you know um something else that i've always done is i've read a lot i i've read a lot of things um, the first book that really got me into this was i'm okay you're okay mm -hmm. um and the reason be um The, the reason behind that book is transactional analysis gives you like another foundation as to part of, of part of who you are and where it comes from. You know, you have the child who is your, your, the impulse to create and be free. Uh, you have the parent with the impulses to protect and to, and to, um, um, subjugate at time i mean those two things are dangerous by themselves mm -hmm. and the adult is the one being that's in control that manages the two of them as to when is it appropriate it's like the gas and the the gas and break yeah. the parent is the one in charge of that mm -hmm. but these are aspects of ourselves that we don't understand that we need to get to know mm -hmm. so that's one book that's really helped me to get started understanding my emotions journaling and you'll put that in like the yes i'll put it in the description i'm okay you're okay is one of my favorite books of all time it, it, it taught me a lot about understanding uh grace mm -hmm. and understanding forgiveness mm -hmm. um because you have to be able to understand that if somebody does something to you is it's really because 
They don't know any better. Yeah. God forbid them for they know not what they do. And that is the ultimate forgiveness. And, and I've learned that through that book. And I understand also uh, my different emotions. You know, um, if you want to get more, more into it, you know, Man at His Symbols, it's Carl Jung. It's a, um, a book that, that, that talks about all the symbology that happens all across the different mythologies of the world. You know, the essential Jung is another one. Um, um, the archetypes, uh, if you want to dive into those, those archetypes, you know. One book that is interesting that I've been reading to understand more about archetypes is Jung and the Tarot cards. There's like 22 characters. Uh, tarot cards and they are all archetypes mm -hmm. and they are symbolisms of the things and the stages that we are that we that we take in our journey uh through life mm -hmm. so it, it's there's a lot of interesting things that you could actually do mm -hmm. um it's basically what i'm getting from what you're saying is that you have to be able to be more curious about or have that level of desire to mm -hmm. want to be more self-aware yes and so, have an understanding of that aspect exactly of yourself. we are at a stage in the world where we are in the self-help yeah uh you know time frames in which a lot of this stuff you have to do on your own you know there's been a huge decline in our in our trust in religious institutions and and government institutions mm -hmm. um so the guidance that was there in prior in, for prior um, generations, it's no longer there. Nor it's no longer ways has the same. You know, it, it no longer has the same sway or the same power as it once did. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of distrust in these institutions because this is what they were meant to do. So then when you don't have an institution in which you can't trust, right? Mm -hmm. Where do you go? Yeah. And who do you trust? Mm -hmm. Right? And the idea is it that's that's the part that gets a little tricky. Yeah. Because can you trust I mean anybody could come and tell you I have the anecdote this is the quest this is this is the this is the answer. Right. You know, if you do this for 15 days, 30 days, you're gonna levitate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just fucking around. If you if you do this for thirty days, you're gonna be perfect. Yeah. You could get you could you know this is copywriting. It's like you could let go of all these issues by doing this one, two, three, four, five steps, and we fall into that because we're looking for answers mm -hmm. to how my God is like. I'm doing all this, but I'm still feeling empty. Yeah. And avoid, and I'm doing things that are, and I would like to stop, but I don't know how. Again, religions, mythology, all these things were supposed to help us do this, do transition through all this stuff. Right. Um, but we no longer trust them, you know. Yeah. So the idea is that. The idea is to be able to, to listen to yourself, mm -hmm. listen to your emotions, catalog those things, read books that have to do with that, right? Mm -hmm. And if somebody tells you, I have an answer for you, this is the way, run. There's things that you could take from people. There's things that you could take and then you could like learn from what they're saying. That's why we share stories because there are common denominators, mm -hmm. but you have to put those paths together. Mm -hmm. It's like to finish this section, you know, I, I will, I will, I will kind of like invoke Morpheus from the matrix, you know, um, 
I could to- I told you that I could only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. Yeah, that's true. And that's I think that's what we are. Like we have to take it into our hands to to take our journey on. I think one thing that you probably left off of this that you might have wanted to touch on because I know that we've talked about it in the past is um, that is beneficial to getting to know yourself and your tendencies and your behaviors and why you respond to things in certain mm-hmm. ways is to do like um, a self assessment. Yes, 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 yes. That, because that really yeah. helped. I mean, that really, really like I had with throughout my whole doctoral program, mm-hmm. um, we were uh, told to take. We were told. We were asked to take <laughs> self assessments as part of lo- the whole learning process. Yes. And I got to tell you, I learned so much about myself as a result of those things, and then I ended up doing more mm-hmm. of my own just to explore those, um, like the enneagram. You know, the, the um, Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. Yes. I mean, there's so many out there. It's ridiculous. I, I remember I remember that I, um, uh, my, my previous job, I was actually introducing students to the Myers-Briggs and their personality test. And somebody kind of, I mean, I don't have the certification, nor am I affiliated with them, but I've used it personally. Oh, I don't know. You're not certified on it. And it's like, yeah, you want to give me four grand? I get certified. But it doesn't mean that it's not a good tool to use. No, it's So great. typically I use like 16personalities.com. We're not an affiliate with them. Mm-hmm. I just like using it. Yeah. And what I like about that is, again, it's surface level. Yeah. Right? It, it gives you your strengths mm-hmm. and your weaknesses. Right. Because you have to understand, too, you got to understand polarities yeah. within yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to understand those too. Right. And what the Myers-Briggs does, and actually Myers-Briggs, a lot, most of the basis of of the Myers-Briggs is the study on, on archetypes by Carl Jung. Exactly. You know, intuitive, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, intuitive, um, INF, uh, E-I-N-S-J-T. <laughs> I don't remember them all either. Anyway, so. Yeah. so I, I, Judging. Judging, you know. Um, and and yeah. the thing is that there is, a, there are businesses right now are beginning to understand the importance of an, of, of the personalities, the, the, the pluses and the minuses. Because again, it's like that child, mm-hmm. that parent, and the adult mm-hmm. being able to understand. And we have to be able to understand within ourselves these different forces. And I, I knowing when to put the gas and yep. when to put the brake. Exactly. So that way we could actually move forward and learn and enjoy and, and live more fulfilling. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Well, that was good. You recapped it for me again. I mean, basically, it's just to get to know yourself. And I know you've taken away, you've taken on my spotlight. Okay, I know. Basically, just building our self awareness is doing that. Like, like you said, the self, you know, the assessments. Mm-hmm. You know, being curious, journaling being more mindful and things like that. So that, you know, that's basically what you, in a nutshell, what you're talking about, which is makes sense. So yeah. that's what I've been doing. So, yeah. 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 So, so we talked about all that, mm-hmm. right? We talked about um, the self, the totality of it, just not just being aware on the, super, on the superficial level, but being aware of it on a more holistic way. Mm-hmm. Oh, holistic. Holistic. <laughs> So, <laughs> what was that about? No, I just oh holistic, holistic. Oh, yeah, hey. big word, big word, big word. Um, what is self regulation? Like, what, what? How would you describe it? What is it? What is self regulation? So, self regulation to just be succinct is basically the ability to manage your emotions, mm-hmm. basically, and and to regulate those emotions as they come on. 
think in our last episode, I talked about the scientific aspect of it with, mm-hmm. which is what, um, Goldman talks about. Cause he talks about the amygdala and, um, I have some people say amygdala. I don't know. It's, I say amygdala. You say, say like, uh, um, um, amygdala from, uh, oh. the water boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually funny you, you know what <laughs> you know what they also call it like the lizard brain i think oh really yeah i think this is like the very primitive oh okay primitive brain oh, okay. yeah. really mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting i didn't hear that i've never heard that but anyways what what goldman talks about um from the scientific level but it's 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 important to understand mm-hmm. is that the the amygdala is where all of the emotions are stored yeah. And so all those emotions that you just talked about, sadness, anxiety, whatever, fear, joy, you know, joy, disgust, all of that is housed in that area. Mm-hmm. And what happens is whenever you're in a situation where things get escalated, you get fired from a job, you lose a loved one, you fight with your spouse or significant other, mm-hmm. um, a, a myriad of emotions flood in and, and mm-hmm. like an influx of stuff happens because mm-hmm. you feel a range of stuff. I mean, I get like hot, panicky, sweat. I'm like, I'm about to tell somebody off. I get confrontational. I get angry. And I get these are these cry. are almost uncontrollable, right? It feels uncontrollable. It feels and that's the whole point of self-regulation ah, okay. because what happens is you're flooded with this. And when you're able to self-regulate and self-manage those feelings, then what happens is you control that knee jerk reaction that people will often have in those moments Mm. where you're flooded with these emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's the important thing to recognize. And I don't, I think whenever, like if, if you're in a, in a Walmart, I use Walmart because that's my favorite store on the whole planet. So I know, you know, I'm lying. Okay. But if you're in Walmart and and people get upset with you or Publix or any of these places and somebody bumps into you with a shopping cart, what's the first thing you do? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, watch where you're going. Like if you regulate, then you don't react in that way. That's, you know, or if you're having a a fight with your significant other, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm talking about with that. That's, that's hard to do. I mean, it's not, it's not a, it's not like, um, I mean, you see it now is just people just fly off the hand off the handle. But if people were able to regulate those emotions, imagine how many people think about road rage Mm -hmm. and how many we've heard instances here, you know, in the last year or two where people have literally like they've shot each other up and stuff and whatever over road rage Mm -hmm. over what somebody cut somebody off or whatever. Like, come on. You know what? I see this also, too, is like in our democratic political yes. system it's like there's Big. like there there's so much vitriol and hatred that there's nothing ever getting done and all you see is just fighting i mean that you see the pundits and everybody is just yeah and how counterproductive is it when we get that way there's m- minutes m- m- i mean hours that are lost Lives, just actually just Li- lives and too. lives, lives more yeah. importantly lives. lives lives that are lost because of that you know and so i think that when you're able to self-regulate a lot of those ugly situations that um tend to arise could be avoided mm-hmm. the other aspect of self-regulation is that you talked about this earlier is that you're able to when you self-regulate your your emotions when you have gotten to that place where you can actually manage that you can actually start to see the good in other people, which sort of um, piggybacks on the whole road rage mm-hmm. and bumping into somebody in Publix or Walmart or whatever. And, and the, the democratic thing, you start to look at people with 
soft eyes, mm. I guess is what you would say. Yeah. Because you start to see, okay, maybe they're not coming from a bad place. And not everybody's like that. You Not not everybody thinks that way. The first thing that people do is they get very confident. They get defensive. They're protecting, yeah. some, they're protecting themselves. Their ideas, their thoughts, yeah. And they're not thinking, you know what, let me be open to what this person is saying. Let me try to understand what they're saying. Let me Let me engage in a productive not counterproductive a productive and proactive conversation so that we can get to a place where there's this understanding you know what i mean and that that you can actually have meaningful dialogue with people so then so since self-regulation then it's we're talking about gay weights this is kind of like the gateway for empathy yes because if you're able to understand how difficult it is for you to regulate these emotions mm -hmm. And then how he feels afterwards. Yeah. Then you become more empathetic as to how somebody is that right. yes. a good assessment. And, and what it? I was going to say for my final um, diving deep into self-regulation is that one of the most important aspects of, well, one of, there's many important facets to, or domains to the self-regulation aspect, but is exercising self-compassion. Mm, okay. So because what you do can't you mean, be, okay, what do you mean by that? I, I, I'm, I've been a little bit at loss on this uh, self-compassion, self-care, and all that stuff. Like, okay. talk to me about so that. So, self-compassion is different than it's different than uh, sympathy. So, uh, empathy and sympathy are different. I think I talked about that yes, in our we episode about too. That before, but yeah. compassion is is a whole nother like to me. Okay, I have not studied compassion or or anything like that. But for me, self-compassion is is being able to be self-forgiving for the things that you do. Okay. So when you're going through the process of learning self-awareness and self-regulation, you're going to have moments where you fuck up. You're, you're going to do something and you're like, oh, crap, I shouldn't have responded that way. You mm. know, that's not what... That is your first sign that you're on the right track because you realize that you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Number two, then what do you do? Beat yourself up, which... You know, we tend to do. With, I mean, yeah. personally, I tend to yeah, beat yeah, myself yeah. up yeah. and instead exercise self-compassion, mm -hmm. you know, like just understanding that this is not the position that I was. I was in this position. I reacted this way. I don't want to be this way. You know, just being compassionate towards ourselves, because when we exercise self-compassion, then what happens is we're able to extend grace. When you just talked about that grace to other people. Yeah. You know, that reminds me of... Um And self-compassion is little things like, you know what, I'm going to take an extra long shower today or yeah. I'm going to go get my nails done or I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go for a walk on the beach. I'm going to go and sit by the water. I'm going to go um, get myself an ice cream cone. I don't, you know, it could be anything. Self-compassion yeah. is just not just accepting that you're a human being. You know that I think that that one of the things that are that is a contributor to that, particularly that society, is this adversity to failure yeah um because we are so through our education system as we are brought up failure is looked at as the no-no there's an aversion to that and the yeah. aversion to that and when it does happen or uh, not that it happens but if you have setbacks you you die you right you go back to that and and, and you feel yourself not worthy mm -hmm not exactly. not enough exactly. i'm dumb i'm stupid i'm this and that and the other mm -hmm. and and how many people give up 
Yeah. Just throw in the towel. I'm just not going to do that. So, but a lot of it doesn't come back primarily because of you is because your social conditioning yeah, and the way that things have developed because you want, you have to be a success to be somebody in our society. Right. A, a success, According to quote unquote. Sus- I mean, like that's a broad mm-hmm. definition of success, but yeah, but, but that's like, that's like what our culture yeah. as a totality. Yeah. If you're using a broad paintbrush, definitely, because yeah. that's what happens is we, we, unfortunately we're victims of societal pressures and ex- the expectations of society. Yeah. But the self-regulation portion comes in and that ability to connect with the self, because that's what we're talking about. The quest, our journey, our, our path, yeah. the things that we're on the fulfillment of your your of you of the of your person of right finding of who out you who are. you are yes yeah. in order to do that you have to have self regulation or self management mm-hmm. and self awareness yeah because you cannot f- discover that person that you are that authentic self that authentic person unless you're able to overcome these emotions and 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 master the art of regulating your responses to societal pressures and and people and things that happen because we are going to fail and people who know they're going to fail accept it dust their knees off and they move on and they try a different route or they 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 ask for help or they do whatever it takes and that takes a lot of um courage it does you know what i mean and it takes a lot of self-compassion because you have to be able to say okay what went wrong let me this is regulation this is management what went wrong being self-aware, this is what I could have done different. This is how, and have their little boards up of this and that. And mm-hmm. this is what we're going to do this time. This is how we're going to, you understand? And that's it's, all a part of that, uh, that awareness part. and regulation. That reminds me of the continuous improvement cycle. Yeah. You know, yeah. which you plan something, mm-hmm. you put it to practice, you evaluate it, and then you go back and forth. So there's really. And you're, and you're sorry to cut you out. You're three C's. Check, uh, cancel, th- continue. Check, cancel, and continue. Yeah. 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 That's exactly what it is awesome. because you, 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 when you do that, you start to get more, it becomes a habit. Oh, okay. Now I'm on, I'm on a roll here and this is working for me yeah. and I'm feeling better and I'm not as reactive and I don't feel so angry. My blood pressure is low, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So my final question would be, um, how do we build or can we build and enhance both our uh, our self self awareness and sorry, I'm gonna have to cut that out because I fucked that up. <laughs> okay, big time. Okay, so how can we build or enhance our our self regulation? How do we do that? Okay, so a lot of people are gonna be like, when I say all this stuff, they're gonna be like, that's ridiculous, like whatever, whatever. But I think that let me just preface this whole thing with, if you want it, you'll do it. Try it. That's Give it the a bottom shot. line. That's the bottom line. You, if you want something, you're going to try it. You know what I mean? And so I think that, you know, for me, my philosophy on life is that you have to be able to, um, that like self-development and self-improvement is important to me personally, to my discovering my, myself, my, mm-hmm. my, the inner, the me, my, right. The real Jesse. Yeah. And so for me, I think that, one, you have to practice self-awareness. Yeah. You have to be aware. You know what I what I, what what made me think of our our Kabbalah teacher, Abraham Kelman. Mm-hmm. Um I got hey Abraham. Um we he used to do this chart on on the board when he was teaching about 
self-development it's a it's a kind of like a, a graph so you start at zero and you start going up and you don't go as much and then the more you keep doing mm -hmm. it the more you improve yeah. then you start increasing exponentially and growing as an right. individual and and that's the thing that's what self-actualizing is that's why i don't like the because it's not a definite there's no end point you're always discovering we're discovering more about the universe as we go. We, we have to discover more about ourselves. So is that what you're referring to? Yeah, because I think that, um, so it's going to, this is where I was saying that it's going to sound a little weird for me. And I agree because we're always self-actualizing. We never arrive. Mm -hmm. People who think they arrive, you just don't arrive. And I'm saying it in a nice way. You still have more potential. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? There's so much more that you can expand on. You know what I mean? Oh, discover but if you grow, put yourself yeah. in a box, you're going to stay in the box. Yeah. But if you know that I'm always self-actualizing, I have so much more growth and so much more potential, then all of a sudden you're out of the box. You're coloring outside of the lines. And that feels good sometimes, you mm -hmm. know? But I would say that the one thing that for me, again, this is going to sound weird, but I think that it's important. It's almost like you have to become the observer of yourself. Mm. So, you know, when you're looking in a mirror, just to put it practically, when you're looking in a mirror, you're looking at yourself, mm -hmm. right? So that's what I'm talking about is being the observer of you in those moments. So in those moments, for example, when I'm talking with you, there are moments when you might say something that pisses me off and I'm just like, mm. To take instead of a lot of things that you are, instead I? of reacting, instead of reacting, we put our business out there, okay? That's fine. To to instead of reacting, you know, to listen to what it is that you're saying. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I'm observing what is my facial reaction, how what is my disposition, you know, what what is my body body language saying? Um, is it receptive? Am I being reactive? Am I being, you know, and that takes a lot of conscious effort. And a lot mm -hmm. of people are like, I don't have time for that shit. I just don't have time for that right now. But everybody has time for it. And the thing is, is that we make the world a better place and we extend grace and yeah. kindness when we do these things. Well, I'm, I was one, I'm, I'm one of those people or I, or I was, and I can, I'm continuing to improve on it because I want to just go, right? Yeah. And one of the things that has helped me to self-regulate and to slow my ass down mm. has been like breathing, mm -hmm. like really breathing and just meditating and just focusing on my breathing. And that's pretty much it. Just and, see and it come in, see it come out. And then, you know, like I tell you all the time, it's like I just have like a million and one, one thoughts just yeah, running through there yeah. and just sitting there and, and just looking at this stuff. And yeah, and you feel all this anxiety. But it's like you said, it's like I'm like, I'm like that third party. Uh, and trying and just not trying, but just look, looking, looking at it. Mm -hmm. Right. And even having the presence of mind, the self-awareness mm -hmm. in a moment, if I'm having a discussion with you and I'm just like, Oof, I'm not feeling this. I'm not, this is just too much for me to be able to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, this is important to me, but right now I just don't have a, a response for you. I don't have an answer and, and I'm not sure that I'm really understanding. So let's just take a minute to, you know, um, also when I'm, when I'm around other people, professionals and other people that I deal with, they don't have to see that I'm taking deep breaths. 
you know? No. But sometimes I just sit there and I listen. And instead of being reactive and saying things and, and want, I'm having this very, very innate desire to just respond, I stop myself. Mm-hmm. And that's a level of self-awareness. And that self-regulation and management comes in that. You know what I mean? Other things that I do is like you, you know, I don't meditate like you do, but I tend to take deep breaths, you know, and I just breathe a couple of times and I'm like, okay. And even in moments where I'm going to respond to something, I've noticed because I'm trying to be more self-aware, I've noticed that I stop, Mm -hmm. think about what I'm going to say and uh, have this program in my mind where I'm like, is this going to benefit the conversation? Or is this going to exacerbate a situation that isn't necessary, provoke something? Yeah. Or is it going to hurt somebody? Yeah. And sometimes I will not say anything at all because I'm like, you know what? It's not important. I'm not that important that I have to say something on every single situation either. You know what I mean? But I also but that's journal. A, that's, that's a, that's a, that statement, for instance, it's about understanding who you are. Because you might say, I'm not that important, right? Like, I, I one of, that's one of the things that... That I'm, that I've been will be talking about my awareness about um, my um, the perception of who I am in relation to other people, my ego, and all of those things, and 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 coming to the conclusion of like maybe it's not that important what I have to say. I think that's a big problem, Omar. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think what I have to say is really important, so I'm yeah. going to say, it and I don't care who who the, and I, you know, and it's like, what is your point? Yeah. Is it really, does it re, is it really that important yeah. that you need to say something that could potentially damage another person? You know what I mean? I think that's the problem when you're talking about the democratics and Republicans and whatnots and, and this one and that, and the movements that are going on and things like that, like let live and let live. And and there's progress that we have to make. I'm not disputing of that course. there's things, but I think we're that, not perfect, but I think that comes with understanding who we are, mm-hmm. understanding the other people, mm-hmm have different needs than we do. Yes. And that we could have a conversation so that we could find, but that's the best negotiation, like one-on-one, but we, in civil discourse. And it's that, and it's, and it's transactional in nature because you're, mm-hmm. you know, I get from you if I give to you, you know what I mean? And and that's, that's a give and take in a relationship. So let's kind of like wrap it up mm-hmm. and, and let's talk about this in a, in a few words. Mm-hmm. How has self-awareness and self-regulation helped you in your quest? So for me, it's really brought me to a place where I feel more mindful Mm -hmm. and I feel more intentional about my behaviors and my actions and my thoughts more importantly, because your thoughts, they can rule you if, if you let them right. And, being in that mindful space has allowed me to appreciate being in the present mm-hmm. because I used to be able I used to be the one that was always a planner for the future and always thinking about the past. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't benefit me yeah. is what I've come to the, to, to realize. And so for me, for my quest and what was important for me, because we all have different things and, and things that we want to accomplish and overcome for me, it's allowed me the opportunity to really be engaged in the moment yeah. rather than thinking about what I can be doing or what I did and, and, and being present, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. because that that's a lot of it. My emotions and my anxieties, what are our anxieties? Our anxieties are tied to the future. To inf- yeah, and, our fear and to of our the fear future. of yeah, our fear and, of the future. And a lot of our emotions, sadness, and things like that. In those moments, yesterday, 
yesterday, people at work were asking me, Jess, you're just so quiet because I'm, I'm always laughing and talking and whatever. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel melancholy. I'm not, I'm not mad, but I'm not sad either. Mm. I'm just here. I'm just, I'm here, yeah. you know, and I'm just listening to you fine folks talk about stuff. I'm fine with that, you know, and I'm good. And that was a lot for me because I was like, wow, I'm just sitting here and I'm listening to people talk about stuff. And everybody was talking about little things here and there. And it was interesting just to listen to people. Yeah. And I was in that moment. You know what I mean? And that mm. that's what it has done for me. Okay. What about for you? Um, so we can end this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my 20s were a blur. <laughs> and and but my my late teens and the 20s were a blur uh because i really truly didn't get a grasp on this i was searching for stuff but um you know you still are caught up between desires and fears you know fear for the future then and it led me to make some some poor just decisions primarily professionally mm-hmm. That um, knee-jerk reaction. And, fi- and financially. I mean, yeah. those those been the two aspects of my life that have been more complicated than anything else. Um, but now as I gotten much gotten older and I began to truly understand the sources of anger, the things that I could stand up for and the things that are not important, mm-hmm. um, understanding aspects of my personality, the dual nature, mm-hmm. you know, my impulsivity, my passion that that it's misconstrued in many different ways mm-hmm. like understanding these things um kind of like have me where i am right now then i you know and i it has allowed me to discover a passion that i have which is this you know and, and he's given me like creative juices to always oh wow look at this oh look let me connect the dots when it comes to that you know so being able to dive a little deeper below that that the the line of the iceberg or just going just a little bit below it uh, it help it's helping me to understand and it's helping me to to interact with people a little bit different i still have a problem with authority i still have a problem with um with um with with that aspect of situations um but um, I, I have a, uh, a problem, you know, have an issue with status quo. But I, st- but I, but I know that 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 has its time and place, mm-hmm. and I need to learn to be able to mitigate it. So it's a work in progress. It always but is. I'm, yeah. But it's gotten me here, and I feel good about the space that I'm in. And there's been a lot of negative negative things that I had to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, to but be that's where a part of the that's a part of the quest that is the part of the quest and i'm and i'm and uh i'm thankful for that if you like this episode make sure that you leave us a comment we want to hear from you also make sure you check us out on our website at asoulsquest.com don't forget to subscribe <laughs>